Welcome to Double Burst, a podcast about Dice Masters. We are a group of Utah players that want to bring you the latest Dice Masters news, strategies, tips, and more. Whether you're a new or seasoned player, we hope this show has something for you. I'm KT Data, one of your hosts, and welcome to episode 71. In this episode, we'll be talking about the callout and infiltrate keywords, semi-constructed formats, and wrapping it all up with the user-submitted Brewing Buddies. So let's kick it off with our discussion on callout and infiltrate. Okay, guys, we are here with the global guru, Zach. How you doing? I'm great. And we are here with Dr. J. How you doing? Really good. I'm, I'm kind of excited for this because it's always good to kind of go back to some of your basics, but this is kind of, I think, a basic that is still pretty new because it came out in the Guardian set, right? So what we're talking about is the call-out keyword and the infiltrate keyword, and I've seen a lot of questions that people have had about it, and like the and we want to talk about... How, how, how both of these actually work and kind of effective ways to use each of them. And as we've kind of discussed before, they kind of work well together too. Um, yeah. So if you guys aren't familiar with the um, keyword, so call out is um, call out. When a character die with call out attacks, you target an opposing character die. The targeted die can only legally block the attacking die that used call out on it. And no other die can legally block that die that used call out. If the die that used callout cannot legally be blocked for any reason, an effect made it an unblockable two different dice choose the same target for their callout, the die targeted with callout was KO'd, etc., then the effect of callout is canceled. That's a long keyword. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But but the good thing is is that they clarify a lot of stuff, which is awesome. Yeah, the long keyword explanations are so good. Love them. Yeah. And you can see in I should remind people, make sure you just search on the on the Dice Masters website for the keywords because that's where they keep them the most up to date. Yes. Um, and as you can see, like this one, this is pretty hard to stick on a card face and have any other text to go along with it. Um, so that, that one's call out. And the other one is infiltrate. When a character die with infiltrate attacks and is not blocked, you may choose to remove that character die from combat and not deal combat damage to your opponent. If you do, that character die deals one damage to your opponent and the die remains in your field zone instead of going to your used pile. Um, so w- which one do you want to start out first with callout or infiltrate? Let's start with callout since you named it first. Yeah. All right. So um, what's interesting, and I think we had this discussion the other day, is if you have two characters with callout and your opponent only has one character, that's going to get canceled out because this is not a May ability, right? Yeah, I played it wrong yesterday. <laughs> But it didn't really matter. They, you know, they had one sidekick out, and I attacked with two Black Widows. I had to name them both because they only had a sidekick. But it, essentially, it canceled anyway because he could either have the option to block either of them or not. So essentially, it did the same thing, but technically, the callout was canceled because I had to... It, it's not a, a May. You, you, you must do a callout. Yeah, and and you, I named the same side, sidekick twice because yeah. I attacked with two of them. And Russ, I, I think, blocked one of them, and the other one went through. And I can't remember if it was for the win, or I think I had overcrush or something with it. Um, but essentially, it did the same thing. But if, if, if they have more characters out, and you attack with two and name the same character, it will cancel both effects so they can block however they want. Yeah, I, I noticed this comes up the most it came up the most for me whenever i'd play and i'd have a lot of characters with call out yes that super rare star lord i ran into this problem because i yeah the numbers just wouldn't work out i'm like crap (laughs) yeah it's really kind of hard to make i mean call out can be very tricky to make work you can't just buy all the characters with call out and then use it every turn i mean i try i've tried that with with agent venom and one of the things that i struggle with is i really want to use the call out ability but at the same time if they let it through 
I might not have any blockers. So I'd get like two Agent Venoms out in the field, have total field dominance really with those two characters. But if I call out the sidekicks and they don't block them at all, I have nothing in the field. I'm completely open. And so that's kind of the, the one of the difficulties with call out is they don't have to block yeah. and the that, character. And I find that's like the biggest thing when people hear about this keyword. They're like, wait, I don't have to block? I'm like, it yeah. just says that die ha- is, is can block that die, but you don't have to do it. You can yeah, let you it through. you don't have to. Yeah. Yes. And, and a lot of people forget that y- you should use your life as a resource. If I have overcrush, which works really well with call out, and I attack with something and call out your sidekick, and you know I'm going to put overcrush on that, it's worth it to take the one extra damage and let it go through. Don't block it. Yeah. If, if you're going to lose, obviously you want to block it no matter what. But remember, use your life as a resource. And, and there are times you'll, even in the middle of a game, you'll want to let those go through and maybe try to cycle it through their bag. And, and uh, hopefully they won't roll it some, sometimes. Yeah. One thing that I would say is if you're playing call out, put a buff some sort of buffing mechanism on your team. Cone That's one cold. of the things that I've run into. Cone of cold. I wouldn't say cone of cold because cone of cold you have to use for blocking. That's you true, want to yeah. encourage yeah. your opponent to block your call out characters. So if you have, you know, heaven forbid, the common Nova Core uniform that I don't particularly care for, but if you slap That's that a on great a call situation out character, for it. then yeah. If I slap it on Venom on level three, he's now seven seven. That's not the kind of character they just want to let through. You know, and so if or if you have a haymaker global or another pumping global, then they pretty much have to block because they don't want to risk taking more damage on top of what the character is already doing. So that is their, you know, use that to encourage your opponent. Make it a hard decision. Yeah, exactly. It's like if you let this go through, I'm going to pump it up. If not, I'll have to throw that, uh, you know, the action die on something else or pump out something else. Or, or, you know, it may it's going to come back and hurt you again next round. Yeah. So that's that's always kind of the decision. So um, I I know Black Widow is the one that I tend to use a lot with call out. But is are there any other ones that you kind of like? I think you mentioned you mentioned the Agent Venom. So right? there's 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 only four that actually have call out. So there's printed the, on them, right? Printed on them. Mm-hmm. The other the other thing is that there's the super rare Star Lord that gives all the Guardian characters call out. So that that that'll give a lot more. But essentially, there's Agent Venom, Black Widow, Ironheart, and Stick. I really like all of them except for Ironheart because those fielding costs are just really, really bad. Yeah. For a but five she looks so cool foil. Like. Remember we pulled the foil and we're like, she looks pretty sweet foil. She looks so good yeah. foil. But all the others I think are really good. I mean, you use them either to do some overcrush, to uh, target their, their, their characters that maybe have some control abilities or something that's kind of hurting your team. Call those ones out and make it a hard decision again for them. You know what's a really good combo with call out is the Gamora that has infiltrate and the super air star lord oh. giving her call out. That is the situation that you want to have because then you can call out the characters and it doesn't matter if they block or not. She's just going you're, to be you're doing there at to least one damage no matter what, right? Two actually yeah, two. because oh, she has yeah. the ability when she uses infiltrate. She deals two. I think there's like a burst face or something. Yeah, just on one side. I think it's it. her smallest side. Yeah, but I mean, she's she's really good to use call out with. Um, yeah. Yeah. So okay. So we've kind of talked about call out now. Infiltrate. 
Um, and infiltrate was one of those tricky ones that you have to think about when it actually triggers because it triggers at a little weird time, right? Yeah, I was really confused by this because people are saying about blockers are declared like that. Yes, before like globals are allowed yeah. to be used. I stuff. thought it was when actually the damage would be going through. That's when you make the decision, but it's after blockers are assigned. Yeah, yeah, because you you if you read the keyword, it says when a character die with infiltrate attacks and is not blocked. So you do that check right after blockers, right? Um, so that and then that's also when you have to decide too, because I've seen some uh, games where people have waited until the end, but you you got to call it then before you do anything else. Saying oh, okay, I'm gonna pull these guys back. Sometimes it doesn't matter, yeah. but that that is when it officially triggers. It, it is really kind of a difficult, like a weird window too, because like you said, the blink transmutation global it doesn't work on characters yeah. with infiltrate because they deal their damage and then they come back before you ever have the It doesn't matter because if they're blocked, you, you pull them back and it won't do it because it specifically says they can't be blocked. And so right. you wouldn't, it, it doesn't really apply. It doesn't matter. But it, 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 the interesting thing is it's before anyone can use any globals. So if they're going to use a global or something to... I don't know. Do something to that die. You would be you would be making this decision before they yeah, have an opportunity. Yeah. You'd, you'd to have to use do the main step actions, or you know maybe like cold gun or something like yeah, that. Yeah, because the the timing goes is you're going to declare it attacks. Your opponent's going to decide the blockers, then infiltrate triggers if they haven't. Then your 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 act, the active player can play their action dice, and then you can do globals. Yep. Starting with the active player. So if your opponent is using like an action die or a global to buff up their infiltrate characters, at that point they can't infiltrate them back. So if they're saving action dice to buff their characters, just know that they can't use those on their characters if they use infiltrate. Yeah. And I think that kind of balances out a little bit, yeah. right? Because a, a lot of the infiltrate characters are on the cheaper end of the spectrum because I know the spot in Ricochet like are two. Like the most expensive yeah. one is four. Like Angela and Star Lord, mm-hmm. yeah, and, and they Both usually four. have abilities that like do double or something like that. Yeah, and, and yeah. so like, what what are kind of the standout ones other than just being cheap characters? Because Spot and Ricochet are just. I think there's two super rares in the set that are vital if you're looking at building an infiltrate team. That's Angela and Captain America. Angela, she gives all characters with she makes all characters with infiltrate unblockable. However, they can't deal combat damage. So, yeah, it kind of guarantees you that they're going to infiltrate. Yeah. But I think we've kind of seen that people have been brewing some ideas to Yeah, there's ways out. to cancel Angela at that point so that the damage can't go but, through. as we were just talking about, you can't use that after the fact. So you can't yes. declare them as blockers and then use, like, a kryptonite or something because it's too late. Yes. Yeah, because exactly. they'd be already infiltrated back. Or, so yeah. mm-hmm. that's a... Uh, yeah, St- still a good option. It's still One of my yeah. favorites yeah. is the Rare Black Widow, where oh, um, it makes so all of the other infiltrates um, deal double. So herself, it's not a, not a, a super well, not, great... Well, not double in additional damage. In additional damage. Just, yeah. just, yeah. just yeah. in case somebody yeah, watches later true. on and there's it's like true. a modifier for infiltrators. <laughs> <laughs> because there's other, there's other ones that, that, that can do um, an extra one. And it wouldn't be double that. It's just oh, one actually, more. Cube, co- rare cosmic cube. Doesn't that trigger with infiltrate? Yeah. So, yes, so, it would. The, so that would be f- it would be four instead of. Yeah. So, I I think she's great because you can get a lot of those cheap characters where you you and have. She's not that expensive. She's four she's, cost. she's a four cost. Yeah. Her her fielding and stats aren't super great, but her ability is awesome. Where it makes all of those you know cheap. Um, my, my favorite is the uh, uh, ricochet. 
and uh, just get a bunch of those and yeah, just have more than the other uh, opponent. And yeah. You can do double and bring them back and yeah, yeah, it's pretty good. Alex hates when I use Ricochet, not because of the infiltrate ability. It's because of the white and neon orange. Yeah, they're so, <laughs> I absolutely. They're I so cannot read them. Yeah, I can't <laughs> read them when they're on my own side of the cool, table. Like I love cool my colors. Palms. I like the colors, yeah. but yeah, very hard yeah, to read. Yeah, I, I think there was another player I was yeah. playing with. He's like, I just kept attacking because I wanted to get it off the field so I don't have to look at it. Ricochet's got yeah. some good stats for that ability, too. Like a really solid card. Yeah, because he's a 2-3-4 attack Yeah, for a 2-cost. Two two cost. And then with Infiltrate, so if you compare it with something else, it, it can be super, super effective. Yep. All right, so we, we've kind of talked about these as individuals, but how about combining both of them? Because we, we found out, like in the drafts, that's actually an effective strategy you can use. Oh, yeah, to, co combining callout and yep. infiltrate together, yeah. It's actually really, really good. I mean, like like I said, when you slap it on that one Gamora, and when you're able to give her callout and infiltrate at the same time, it's really effective. It's also really effective when you when they're on separate characters. So if you have a couple of ricochets or the spots out that have infiltrate, and then you have a couple agent venoms who can call out, you can call out if your opponent only has a couple characters in the field. Use call out, attack with your ricochets or the spots. They can't block the spot in that situation because they have to block agent venom if they're going to block at all. And so their choice at that point is. Do I let these two massive characters come through and let them do the infiltrate damage, or do I block and they do the infiltrate damage anyway? So Callout's really good with it. Yep. So do you guys got anything else you want to mention about these keywords and stuff before we go? We didn't say what the Super Air Captain America Oh, is. Super Air oh, Captain America. Oh, I cut you off. Yeah. Sorry, no, it's okay. Go ahead. So it gives all sidekicks infiltrate. So if you pair that, um, I think a good combo is to pair that with the Super Air Angela then all your sidekicks have infiltrate and can't be blocked. Yeah, and so then, you just and, and attack, just, bring it back. Attack, just bring just it back. to throw rest of bone, you can use the what is it, the rare dun dun dugan to protect those sidekicks. Yeah, yeah you can yeah, use rare yeah. dum dum dugan. Yeah, because because I I know he's like I swear I want to use this for something. So there you go, Russ. Um, all right, guys, I I love kind of talking about some of these key keywords too because sometimes you just hear them, and then you don't kind of fully look through them and I really appreciate that WizKids has been trying with these new keywords to explain them and try to say well if you run into this situation and stuff this is what would happen. And some of them it. have yeah. been hard to use or confusing or, or not, not really effective. These are very effective keywords and I think they're competitive. Yeah. I, I like them because they're strong, but I feel like they're balanced. Exactly. Yeah. All right. So let us know what you guys, what your guys' experience with Callout and Infiltrate is, or if you have any other questions on it, you can always email us doubleburst at ktdata.net or leave it on our Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash doubleburst. All right, guys, we will see you guys a little bit later on the show and make sure you guys are in the brewing mindset. Okay, guys, we are here with the KO King. How you doing? Good. And Alex, the traveling mechanic that is nesting for the winter, I, I guess. Well, I, I'm I'm leaving after next week, oh, so. <laughs> you said you were done. Yeah. Two weeks. I got, I got one more event. I got one more event, right. and then as far as I know, I'm done. All right. Soon to be nesting, Alex. <laughs> are uh, you supposed to be working on skis by now? Uh, I start that on Monday. <laughs> All right. He's, he's going to make custom double burst skis. Dude, that would be sick. sick. Um, but so... I'm, this is kind of a continuation of our, our last topic we talked with you, Russ, about kind of random games. So this is a little random, but a little bit set. So it's so we're talking about the semi-constructed format. And when we went to go prepare for this, it seems like WizKids may have pulled the rules for this. I, I'm pretty sure they existed on the website at yeah, one point I remember, in time. I, I swear I remember seeing them there before. So if you guys 
remember seeing them, let us know. But it seems like they pulled it, and I was doing some research, and I don't know if this is accurate or not. Some people said that it was kind of put together when it, AVX was just came out, and they were having supply issues. Mm. Uh, but Uncanny was still out, and they were trying to get people to buy Uncanny, so they came up with this semi-constructed format. So the format is you come with four characters with three dice each, mm. and then your two basic actions already set. You go to the store, and this is where the more draftish kind of ability comes in, yeah. where you buy 10 packs, and then out of those 10 packs, you supplement the rest, the other four missing cards on your team with whatever you get out of those packs, right? Yeah, so, you know, in, in other card games or whatever, it's it's usually called, like, a sealed format, and so you you get a allotment of product and you build your team out of that. And the Dice Masters, we do semi-sealed, where you bring half and you build half and... Um, it's a it's a pretty fun format. It's a pretty interesting format, and I I think it's underutilized. It's it's not played very yeah, often. Yeah, I, I always like it because I'm I'm a, I'm a little pressure luck kind of guy. That's probably why I like playing zombie dice too. Is <laughs> I want to I'll build this half team that I'm like okay sort of kind of works, but I need a couple more pieces, and then I'll bring it and then see if I can actually make that work with whatever packs I pull. Yeah, for sure. And you know I always forget about this until someone's like, oh, we're doing a semi-constructed event, and then I'm like, oh yeah, that's sick. I love that. I really like this format. I think one thing about this format is you have to, if you're a store, there are good cards to ban locally just so that you don't uh, just have a rare cube shriek, lantern ring, magic missile team, and then the four cards that I get don't matter. You know, yeah, hope, that, or, you know hope you get all bolts or all masks or something. Yeah, like or, or play in set or whatever and, yeah. you know, do make it more limited than just an unlimited semi-construction. Right, and you can you can do it other ways where you indicate, uh, and some of the stores here locally do it depending on what the builds are, where you have to use one of your cards or you have to use a combo that that you pulled, that kind of stuff. Yeah, if you want to deviate from the main right. format, yeah. for sure. And, and I kind of like it how we do it in one of the stores that does a league here. They usually do it by sets. So say mm-hmm. right now we're doing a Guardians League. What, what happens is you do a draft and then you slowly build your collection as the weeks go on. Halfway through, they're doing this semi-constructed um, one where you get to pick four cards from what your, your draft pool that you've done from the mm-hmm. previous weeks, and then you're going to buy 10 packs, and then you're going to have to fill in the rest of the team with what you get there. Um, so I, I kind of like the different combinations of this and I, we've seen less of it around here, um, prior, but I, I always enjoy it seeing kind of mixtures cause that used to be one of the few ways you could get, um, cause do you guys remember back in the day, back in, back in the day when <laughs> everybody would just play one set and then the only way you could kind of get a combination of it would be to do some kind of crazy semi-sealed one. Yeah. Yeah. I love the semi-sealed where I'll, uh. It is. I don't take it as serious, competitive wise. So I always, I'm like you, Kevin. I try the the pressure luck. I think with inset, it's a lot of fun. I think it'd be a lot of fun to do a semi constructed with uh, guardians and then add Age of Ultron. Age of Ultron, Age of Ultron? to it. Yeah, yeah, that would be fun. <laughs> and then you could try to get your guardians team or whatever. Yeah, try to get that rare Starhawk. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Rare Starhawk might be one of Kevin's favorite cards. With this new Guardian set, that Rare Starhawk, it's kind of... If that was still in rotation, that would definitely be a top-tier card with some of the Guardians. It has a near and dear because that was one of the first combo, quote-unquote, combo (laughs) cards I got. And just so everyone remembers, that's the... He gets plus two... Plus two, 
and the one field that gets plus two if you field uh, affiliated. So with all these guardians, they would, and it stacks so that you get that Starhawk out, you field a few um, guardians, you're going to, He's going to get crazy buffed, and you could really use him with this new stuff. So here, here's a question, because I know there, we've had a couple of these semi-sealed where you can come and you get to pick what set you do, you can do and where you can do a combination. Have any of you guys been wild enough to try to do, like, a chaos <laughs> combination for I, a semi-sealed? I just, I just don't think that would be worth it, because <laughs> the whole idea is to fill in, like, 20 dice. And Yeah, know, I, think what, do... I think what you would run into with the chaos is, is people coming with like their whole win condition and everything and then whatever I pull really doesn't matter. I can just stick whatever on. Yeah. I mean I think that's a good strategy anyways is to come you know, like in the Guardians of the Galaxy set, bring your four cards at have that mostly be your win condition. Yeah, so so yeah, let's kind of go into building because this is a little bit different than having eight characters. I know you already struggle with eight characters. So yeah. like do you guys have any tips on how to pick the four that you want to bring? I think I think it's best to start with a two card combo in whatever group that you're you're going with. So you know, like um, like Kevin, you in our league, you play with the the ricochet with um, infiltrate and uh, the black widow. Black widow with yeah. the call out. So I can with you know even if you have bodies, if I have more bodies, I can still get yeah. Infiltrate through. So like you bring those two, and then you know maybe your seven cost Thanos uncommon that's going to be your ultimate win condition. You're thinking and about your team. I don't have. I, I'm, well, I'm, I'm, I'm just kind of putting together like what you know what I would bring with if my I had luck. Eight. I get to put in common Ronin that I pulled two out of one pack. So yeah. <laughs> if yeah. if I was when I building for the semi constructed, I'm looking at uh, a win condition, not necessarily going to be full win condition. Within set, I'm thinking, okay, I want if I pull this, this, and this. This is what I want to go with this. So I'll do that. And then some kind of churn or ramp, mm-hmm. whether it's ramping or churning, but something to keep my dice moving. Yeah, definitely. So yeah. Whether that be one of your basic actions right. or the characters, yeah, for right. sure. And then the other aspects are those kind of what ifs. Like, ooh, if I get this, this will be a lot of fun. Yeah. If I get that rare Starhawk, I want to have more Guardians. Yeah, so I, I, do yes. this. I, I, was, I was like that combination. And so if you're a newer player and there's somebody's doing a semi-constructed that's a Golden Age one, I highly recommend you go bring Black Manta and then um, Lex Luthor Greed. Yeah. So that's going to yeah. give you your win condition and a little bit of ramp. And there's so many villains that you can start playing with combos and stuff. And that's how I got my start in trying to figure out different combos was like, I'd, I would love it. I'm like, oh, yes, semi still I'm going to bring my villains and let's see what kind of shenanigans I can mix up with it and get it to work. Yeah, yeah and I would say this goes along with last week where we're talking about this is a semi-constructed is more about practicing piloting skills, a little bit more about team building than, say, the fully random don't go into an event if you want if you want to be a better player don't worry about winning that event as much as trying to push yourself because we all know that we can build four characters and two basic actions that can mm-hmm. can win games but push yourself to make sure you use those other four if that makes sense don't go in there just oh i want to win this event so i'm going to narrow down i'm just going to do this and these two basic actions because you may win but push yourself to have more fun to come you know play that captain universe that you pull 
don't play the captain don't do that well kind of that idea you know i I also think like like say you're doing a a war of light semi-constructed and you you decide to bring the ring on your team there's not a guarantee that you're going to get four other usable characters of the same energy so you're you always have to adapt in this event and sometimes you pull you open your 10 packs and you're like whoa i got the best things ever but a lot of times you're like man what do i really want yeah, to put and, on my team and sometimes you'll discover new cards like i think i was playing against diego one time and he had that sinestro that can like you name a lantern character and you can mm-hmm. ko stuff i didn't even know that thing existed until he like pulled it out of a pack and put it on his team yeah for sure yeah a lot of times in the semi-constructed uh probably not the always the best philosophy but sometimes i'm just looking at how many dice Right. If I open yeah. 10 packs and I have three dice of a character, I'm probably going to pick the cheapest version of that so yeah. I can just have the dice. Yeah, so. definitely. I mean, you start with 12, so you really only need eight dice to fill in. That's two dice per yeah. card, or you can add to the four that you have. Um, and and let's be honest. I mean, how often do we actually ever use all 20 of our dice? Yeah, for sure. For sure. Unless you're Russ. Well, <laughs> I we did play a game in the league. I did play a game in the league last on Monday that... uh Every every die on the other side of the board was gone. Yeah. I've had that happen in drafts where you don't get a lot. Yeah, but you don't have the full 20. Right. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he started with at least 18, and he had one left to buy. <laughs> you know, I've mentioned this. Depending on how they rule collector, I may totally adjust how many dice I bring to a game anyway. That's that's a different segment, Russ. Yeah. So. <laughs> Russ, Russ's infatuation. So um, before we go, I mean, let, let, let's... I, I always encourage people to kind of try different formats at your store just to keep it lively. Um, say they were going to do a Guardian semi-constructed. What, what would you guys be looking for? Russ, I, Russ is just going to put the collector on it. So, yeah. I, I think I think <laughs> cards that I would bring, um, the Uncommon Angela is great with the infiltrate. Did you say super rare, Angela? No, I said uncommon. Oh, okay. I was confused there. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm sorry. Not everyone has pulled a super rare that Angela was That yet. was the previous segment we were talking about, the super rare Angela. <laughs> okay. If you have the super rare Angela, you would bring that. The uncommon Angela for most other players like myself, you know, she has a great ability. Her and herself, she's something that you can get out pretty quick. She's a four cost. She has halfway decent stats in the infiltrate, so she's someone that you can keep cycling. Um, another card I like in this set is the Novacore Uniform Common. That's mm-hmm. the plus two plus two. Just makes anything really. Some, sometimes you just need to beef up your your yeah. guys. Put that on yeah. that Angela, and like you attack with the Angela, and they have to either block her, and their character is getting knocked out. It's a good way to cycle their field. Um, you know, I would probably put something like the Uncommon Thanos, like a big heavy like this is what i'm going to try to ramp to oh i crap rat i just rolled a thousand dice and have nothing to purchase i'll buy an <laughs> unblockable thanos oh wait that was the old set but the thanos. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah so so you know um that's where i'd go and then and then i'd hope in my 10 that i'd get some of the cheaper maybe the like ricochet infiltrate um or the spot is, is spot common. Yeah, but I think both yeah. of them are common. Yeah. Yeah. So you know those are ones that you you could probably bank on getting at least one of those. Um, I'd I probably, would definitely bring something for ramp though uh, yeah. of the four, or at least a the ricochet action. is actually good ramp with the mm-hmm. infiltrate. Um, and I would put in in guardians. I would probably put the un, the common sword agent just to counter dum dum 
Dugan uncommon because the Dum Dum gets one added attack for every sidekick. Yeah. And the Sword Agent gets one defense for every sidekick. So it really helps counter that overcrush because yeah. a lot of people like to overcrush that cheap two cost character. Or the, um, another one that would be a good one to bring is the, what is it, the cube that allows you to, to you know, to cycle mull, mulligan your dice yeah. and yeah. draw again. Yeah, that, that's always, that's kind of always good support. And, you know, with this one, I'd, I'd be tempted to just get the, what is it, uncommon Yondu. Yeah, and then just go try to go for a try, try to get team. all guardians out of there because you got yeah. a high chance of getting yeah. guardians. Because I even remember in our draft, sometimes I was just looking for that G in the corner. Yeah, when I was trying Definitely. to figure out what to draft. If I was, if I was a store hosting this set, I would probably either ban unstable canister and magic missile or the cube. One of the two. Yeah, I I, I I I'd probably just say the canister because only, then you can at least try to play with around. Only simply, and I'm not saying that's a terrible combo. It's, it's only really, because it's it it will really stifle creativity in what yeah. you're trying to do in that specific. Yeah, I mean, because 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 yeah. like I said, a lot of these are just to kind of force you to explore other right. realms that you don't see mm-hmm. a lot. And you, you know, I know some stores have like ban lists and stuff too. But you know, I think rotating some of this too yeah. helps people kind of Absolutely. reach out. Yeah, just because that. I mean, that combo. That's you buy. Just the two costs and cycle them, and that's four damage every time. It's really. It's like, yeah, you, you did it, but there's like a hundred and how many cards are in the set? A yeah. hundred and some odd other cards you yeah. could use. I mean, it. I'm not a super <laughs> fan of always just banning stuff in store events, but you want to force the creativity in this uh, semi constructed event. You're trying to, you know, but yeah, the play whole point is to see how you can wants. adapt yeah. to different situations. Yeah, uh, definitely. We're playing the. You, you know, can always put cons- the toys that don't get played with. You want to play the bad ones. Yeah, Russ was one of those kids. Yeah, you can always <laughs> put some restrictions on it too, and say like only commons and uncommons yeah. on your four, and then whatever yeah, you pull be, in your packs, you can get. It'd be fun. Oh, I, be- I do think, like you said, the the common cube would be really good in this mm-hmm. in this format to make sure you get some churn. Yep. Now it's not going to give you ramp, but it gives you great churn. Yeah. Um, all right, so. Guys, I I, lo- I kind of love talking about these different formats and stuff because it's always good to kind of spice it up. And we always hear th- that question from time to time is like, "Hey, how can I, uh, y- you know, what can I switch it up from just standard constructed this, and stuff?" This is you already mentioned it, but this is a great format to put into a league to to yeah. spice up the league. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So we want to hear from you guys. Have you tried the semi constructed format, or do you have any ideas for it and stuff? Shoot us an email, doubleburst at ktdata.net, or leave it on our Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash doubleburst. Gentlemen, I will talk to both of you in a second. All right, guys, we have the full crew back now. We have Dr. J, Alex, uh, Jerry. Wow, I almost said Jared twice. <laughs> Alex, Russ, and Zach. Um, it is time for another Brewing Buddies, and this is another one that was sent in by a listener. You guys can always, you know, the the what is it? The door or is the invitation is already always open for you to. I'm really bad at these things. Kevin, uh, <laughs> Kevin's a little sick right now. If you can't notice, <laughs> um, but you can always send us suggestions for Brewing Buddies, or if you have input, we always, you know, that's the nice, the fun part about Brewing Buddies is we want to hear everybody's input on how you would approach different teams um, by just shooting us an email, doubleburst at ktdata.net or on our Facebook page. So this one was sent in by Darius C, and he sent in so. For Brewing Buddies, I'm trying to build a fun modern team around Punisher War Journal. So that is the Punisher is when he's fielded, all the characters that you field, all non-sidekick characters fielded after um, gain the Intimidate keyword. So that means it allows you to 
what is it? Uh, move out of play. Remove target yeah. character die from the field zone until end of turn. Yeah, until end of zone. So ho- hopefully the idea is you get enough characters out for that turn and swing in for the 20, right? Yep. Um, so he kind of gave us a um, starting point. So, of course, Punisher War Journal's on there. Then he had Rip Hunter Navigates Through Sands of Time. That's the one where you can chuck the dice and then pull some more. The Rare Cold Gun, the Protection Bard, and then the Hot Girl that spins up when she attacks. So where do we go from here? Or do you have any kind of modifications already to kind of this base that he and put together? Just to clarify, allies wouldn't work with this, right? Yeah, they would because they're not sidekicks till they're in the field. No, right? allies don't work. There was a ruling. Yeah, there's oh, allies there do yeah. not work okay. with Punisher just, World War Journal so. yeah. because it's not sidekick characters. I do like the hot girl with this. I yeah. think that's a really good yeah. two. I, I always forget about that hot girl because I'm building kind of a similar team where my opponent's going to have a clear field for all intents and purposes, but I'm always like, how am I going to do that damage? And that hot girl, she gets beefy pretty quick too when you're you're attacking with her because um, she's a two three four so if you get her on a level two and you attack she's going to be going in for four damage so the trick to any punisher team is getting a lot of characters fielded at the same time that you field him and having the energy to be able to field them like that is the biggest obstacle when you're building around punisher war journal so you need cards that are going to allow you to roll lots of characters at the same time, and you'll also have other dice aside from them. It's part of the reason I don't like the just Rip Hunter. on the. I mean, I like the Rip Hunter because he lets you take your sidekicks and pitch them so you can get characters at the same time you get Punisher. But at the same time, he's not giving you any ramp. I think a fun card that you could use for this team is the Uncommon Nowhere. From the Guardians of the Galaxy set, I think it is. I'll look it up really quick here. Do they have uh, other? The, I didn't. <laughs> I didn't know there was anything the, other than not the, bat, the rare, not the rare nowhere. The Bat Cave is similar to that, where you get to stack up all of your sort of, yeah, yeah. So it's it sort of like so. Yeah. What, so what it does is you we play nowhere, and then it goes into your field. From then on, every character that you buy, you pay one more for, and you put it underneath nowhere. That's the common it's the common okay the common one and then anytime you could use a global ability you can send it to the used pile to dump all those characters into your prep area so you basically get a bunch of cheap characters with decent stats maybe guy gardner or whatever would a commissioner gordon help too to absolutely discount the absolutely i think i think a commissioner i'm not a fan of commissioner gordon well you're not talking right now so (laughs) this this i'm paying for to to help with fielding, but if I'm using cheap characters, no, no, I, I completely works. agree. Like I was thinking about, I was like, maybe you just put characters with zero fielding costs across the board, but most of those have really bad attack stats, like one, one, two attack stats. So, and if you and if you end up playing something like Catwoman that's zero, zero, two, you're always going to roll her on level three, and you're always going to have to pay to field. So mine always rolls on double <coughs> energy. <laughs> so this is my idea for this. I say you play with the nowhere. You play with uh, something like big entrance, because big entrance will discount the purchase cost by one. So it basically brings it down to its regular size. You play with characters who are cheap, some two cost characters, maybe Guy Gardner or whatever, because Guy Gardner gets a big buff when he attacks. Yeah. And then you wait for the right moment, and then you send nowhere and you dump all those dice into the prep area once you get punisher you know punisher's coming out next turn and then you roll them and field them all in one turn 
Um, Russ has an idea. That, 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 you, that just you, sounds way too slow to me. Like I, It's I just agree. one of those things where it's like, yeah, it works. They go together, but you've already lost. I, th- I, I, don't, I don't think my so. Opinion, my opinion with this card is, like is it goes nowhere. on a control team. And so you, you have your control team out. And then when you're ready to attack, you find some way to move your dice to the prep, you know, half of your wall from your control team to the prep, and then bring them out. So, like, something that I just was thinking about was um, the uh, Talisman of Ultimate Evil. So you can clear out some of yours, and then momentum or something like that. Momentum. I can just hear... Can you guys just hear Diego? Like, you guys aren't saying what it... You know, because he, <laughs> he this is he brewed this team a lot. I Stepford Cuckoos is actually great to go with. Yeah, yeah, no, that, yeah, because yeah, it's yeah, a definitely. two for one. Yeah, yeah. That, that's the that's the one. Winfield that each player moves one character die they control to the prep area. So mm-hmm. when you use momentum, you can start stacking those. Another one I, I think uh, would work really well with it is the hush. If you yeah. have something with a bat character, so you're not only getting him ready to roll next turn, but you're prepping a die. So you you, you have a bunch of these hushes. You send them all to your prep area you get to then prep a bunch of dice and then you use like a chalkboard when you've got a big set in your prep to then buy and prep a punisher um and then do all of that all at one turn so you actually buy punisher very last after you've kind of built up this big momentum is a good uh basic action to go with the punisher no it's not it is it's not and i will i will disagree with that to the end of the earth momentum is not good because you only get to roll those dice one time and if you don't roll if you only roll one character with the punisher it's not going to be enough how are you you wasted that entire all those guys get all of these characters in your prep area to roll with momentum you KOing them like with truce or something maybe uh hush or that stepford cuckoos because yeah, then so, you're so fielding, and then you field, and then you and your opponent have to put a die from your field into now, your prep. Now area. I agree but that's with that, defeating but the purpose of what you're using Punisher for is to remove them from the field. What he's so, saying is you get a two for one. So when you if you yeah. refield the Stepford Cuckoos, then you are intimidating one, and they have to get rid of another one. But no, you're I, you're defeating the purpose because you're getting rid of your main your your main set of characters. No, because you, 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 you could with. you could trigger it where. Uh, I agree with the Stepford Cuckoos, but with Hush, you could just trigger. This would take some manipulating. You could field Stepford Cuckoos, take your Bat family out, and then field your Hush characters so you have them. I think. Granted, this is all convoluted. But that sounds like it's that. too slow. <laughs> I that mean, sounds it really like does. Just here's as slow as my idea. Like here's me, the thing with momentum, though, is if you were using Hush as an example, the momentum and the Hush. Together, you can cycle your bag the whole every time. So yeah, you're only getting one roll, but ideally next turn I'm also doing that same thing. I think I think another card to think about is the rare collector because it does yep, say field, and and so you you use that to put the Punisher in once the field. though, right? Yeah, but that's the thing is you get to yeah. put the Punisher in the field at the exact moment you want to. So that yeah. means you need yeah. to so, have all these characters on faces, right. have enough energy to field them. And still buy and filled yes. Punisher, but what which you is going to be a have, three cost. You have two or three characters in your reserve pool that have zero fielding cost. That's the goal is to have as like the low low stat character or low fielding cost characters. Get them into your reserve pool at the right time. Have enough energy to to collector the Punisher in, and then you field these zero fielding cost. You, 
you have to have a lot of ramp to make. You know, it you know what I think yes. would, is really going to help this team is when the X Men set comes out and you use Mimic, right? And you use mm. Mimic on Hush, yeah. And then you field Hush, he KOs, and you prep. What is it like three dice at that moment? Because what, what was the what was the mimic do that we spoiled? It was something like when one of your yeah. characters KOs or when you feel no, when you well, feel the character. When you field him, you pick a character, mm-hmm. you copy it, and anytime that character is fielded, you prep two dice. Right. So you field field hush, prep two dice. He KOs. You prep a third die. That's going to get you basically your entire bag mm-hmm. into your prep area, and that is that's how you're going to get enough energy and the right characters in order to trigger Punisher enough times yeah. and get enough damage that it's going to make a difference to make this work. Especially if you're not using momentum or hush in my mind, you have to have major churn. So I would look at yeah. something like yeah, churn is because that's you're going to be fielding a lot of stuff. Yeah, which you yeah, need you a need, lot of fielding you need costs, and like, then you'll probably need to buff them up a little bit to do. Yeah, because Punisher himself, you is need like fairly costly to, yeah. to get him to field because he's a one-one-two fielding. Mm-hmm. And I noticed it's his fielding cost when you're playing with this, even when you have cheap characters, it's that extra two because he's going to roll yep. on that last side, and that's what's going to kill you if because you're, you're not just need if one you're more not getting seven. Seven to ten dice. I know that sounds like a lot, but if you're not getting seven to ten dice in a turn, I just don't see how you can. Make but at the same time, I, I almost think... see this as you you don't go for the twenty life kill all no. at once. I, you somehow I, get. I it. see it differently. I see it as a one. You, you can do that. Win, but I that's... think the most effective way wouldn't be. Maybe you use call out. You know. Have them KO some of your people. That, that actually way. might I, work. I, you know, getting call out to remove some of the harder I ones. I think another. I think another die we're forgetting in this is uh, the elf elf thief that allows you to free, field for free if they have and energy. Steal their steal energy. Their energy. Yeah. And steal their energy. So then you're then you're not spending your energy to field. You're stealing their energy. Yeah. That's allowing so you, you can to field your other yeah. characters. I don't think. I don't and and think at, the, at the very least, modern, you got the free. There's a lot of energy to fill to steal. Well, at, at, at the very least, that free fielding is going to yeah, make a difference. Free like, is, yeah, the free fielding. Yeah, the free fielding is the. I'm main not. Part. I'm not saying that's not a bad idea. I would. I would definitely take it in the rare collector realm if I was going to do this. Um, that's slow too. That's two five you know, costs you have to have. Well, it's only one five just cost. No, you have to buy. No, but he's only one five cost. Yeah, I but would, you're I would that go with the collector, so it's three costs. Three. I would use a. I would probably lean toward the uncommon spot to ramp, but I would go infiltrate characters. You need PXG with it, like maybe I, throw, I would, it, throw it on a golden team. I would go infiltrate characters with rare collector. Go cheap infiltrate as much as I can, and then. Use then, then the get infiltrate the punisher, for, yeah. for ramp. So I'm using infiltrate to deal damage, and then on one turn, I would then buy punisher. Punisher, if I needed to. Because yeah, I mean, if you if and you then think about it, it's not pivotal on punisher, and I know it gives you alternate win yeah. conditions. Because I I had him on a team yesterday, and I tried it with the Black Widow call out, and. I just found it more effective to use like Overcrush on callout. Yeah, and you were you faster. Had, did you run into that kind of energy siphon problem too? Where yeah, well, it was hit? hard to get the characters. Even when I could call them out, it's like, oh, they don't have the right characters to be able to call out to knock out my Black Widows. And if they do, it leaves me open next turn when they are attacking because I want all of my dice in the prep area to be able to get rid of their characters. Yeah. But until then, I'm empty. And so it's hard to line up. Yeah. And I so would, it's nice. I like the infiltrate idea because it gives you an alternate way. Yeah. You're getting these infiltrates. It's like, oh, but if you're able to get that Punisher 
as kind of a, a last kind of thing, or if you are able to get it at the right time, you just slowly turn them away. And that's why that, you use nowhere because it lets you choose when you dump all your characters into the prep area. This is what I yeah, do. but is, that's going to leave you is, open though, this right? This is what I would do. I would play with that nowhere. I would play with the the Black Widow with Callout, and I would play with some two cost cheapo characters, maybe the Spot or Step for or Cuckoos, Elf Thief or Elf Thief, whatever you yeah. know, whatever the cheap characters. Elf Thief is actually a really really good one. You get. So you buy you so you get the black widows, get those out in the field, get your nowhere out in the field, and then you start buying those two cost characters. And really, if you think about it, it's no more expensive than chalkboarding the characters. In except you don't have to use a shield energy, you can use any but generic you energy only get to a, put the character over there. So when you remove it, do you get to roll them twice? You, it's is it, is it no, the it, but it, it dumps area. them into yeah, the prep, prep area, area. So the okay. next turn you roll everything in your prep area. So you spend, you know, a couple turns, maybe you have a ramp basic action or some way to get ramp. You get, you know, you start stacking up your prep area, and then you'll have a few car- few blockers out there to stop any major damage. And then once the time's right, you dump it, and then it's I, game I think over. This, I think this is where the collector would come in to play with that. So you have the collector in the field, and you're you're nowhere. You stack all your guys up. Move them to the prep area. The next turn, you use the collector's ability to bring Punisher in. He's fielded. Then you can move all of your characters into the field. The, the, the reason I wouldn't put the collector on this team is because you've already got nowhere, which is a little expensive, and you're already paying one more for your other characters. No, for sure. So you have to pay for a five cost character. It's really, it's really to get a five cost character. The collector you don't use the nowhere. The collector is just to guarantee Punisher coming out exactly when you want it. Actually, that's one hundred percent. I agree, but you can do the same thing with nowhere because you buy the Punisher, you put him. Under there, and then you're rolling. What, yeah, what if then you don't roll him? Then he's a six cost. The Punisher isn't a terrible idea with the collector anyway, because if you happen to, let's say you've rolled so much energy, you just end up buying both. Then every turn, you can just field one of those one one. You know, you're going to pay one, and you can just clear someone out of the field. And you know, it's just make sure that if you're playing with Punisher, he sounds really intriguing. But you have to have, like I said, you gotta, seven to yeah. ten dice. And you got to, you got to. So here right. you go. Yeah. What about the super rare multiple man? That'll give you some ramp and churn. Yeah. But it cheap won't characters. give you any churn. It gives you no churn. But We've the already X, talked about this. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, well, yeah. Isn't and was it a promo costs. that the the X Men are free to field? Yeah, there, there's, there's a, a Wolverine. There's a, yeah. Yeah, that would the Wolverine be bad would one. work with it. Yeah. He'd be good. But then you'd have enough to have a lot of dice, so you'd yeah. get a lot of ramp to be able to buy them, maybe chalkboard it over. Um, but you'd also have a lot of cheap characters that you could field at any given time, especially if you can fill them from free with yeah. the Wolverine. And he, he doesn't have deep, bad stats, right? Uh, uh, de- decent stats. Who? You may Multiple wa- man? Yeah. Level four, four on level good. three. Yeah. yeah, so if you get Wolverine... But, but if yeah, Wolverine's Wolverine super good. Out. But then even if you have a couple buffs or something, because you may, you may have and ramp into a lot of dice to be able to buff stuff. But if you... Because you're going to be ramping, or you're going to you're going to have a lot of dice with multiple man with the swarm, so Punisher, multiple man, and Wolverine actually could give you once you get those only four costs, right? right? And he has great stats, so you could clear a field pretty darn fast on that. Yeah, that's true. And he doesn't make X Men characters free to field. Makes them two less to feel, but <laughs> but multiple, which is essentially free. makes them free. Yeah, and, I know. and you're looking at Wolverine has great stats, and you'd only need probably three or four multiple man. 
And because Punisher has decent attack stats too. Too yeah. bad there's no way to make Punisher an X Men character. Wouldn't that be cool? Yeah. I, I actually, out of all these combos, I, and I'm not a huge multiple man fan, I'd probably go multiple man, uh, Wolverine, and Punisher. And then, yeah. and then you could still add the shriek and things, the, the control elements, yeah. in case you need to have those to, you know, control their team a little bit. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I, mean, I hate to say that multiple man's a good answer there, but. <laughs> No, multiple man is a solid, a solid yeah. one to, to try with that team. I, I am I'm surprised that we went through this whole segment and Truce did not even come up once. No, That's I brought the, it up once. Well, Russ didn't bring it up. Yeah, yeah he didn't bring it up. <laughs> I was thinking about it, but it's I would add Truce and Scarecrow. It, 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 it seems a little redundant because you're, you're already taking stuff out of the field. But it's a great way of putting... Um, your characters in the prep area right. turn early. Mm-hmm. It yeah. just might leave you open because they'll get to roll those characters. You they just now KO'd. hear me out. Super rare Hulk. No. <laughs> <laughs> Last time uh, we'll hear you out. Actually, so You're based fired. on our games yesterday, Zach, I would actually <laughs> think about the uncommon cube and maybe like truce and frontline. You could. Frontline would Fr- be frontline pretty, would actually pretty, pretty yeah, okay. That, that yeah. would boost, you, give you that attack booster. Yeah. You could for. use then you just need Groot Thor to trigger Punisher. So instead oh, of having field him, Think about that. So you field all your Intimidators, and then you field... You, wait, what, you, but, you would need... Wait, you need no, 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 that's a keyword. That's a keyword. It doesn't work because it's... Yeah, yeah, it's not a when fielded. It's a keyword. No, no, his is when fielded. All other characters that are fielded afterwards gain Intimidate. So you yes. want to keep fielding yes. your So you, well, you, do, you, would, you would need some characters in the field with some cool when fielded effects. You would field oh, Groot Thor, okay. Trigger, oh, okay. Trigger Punisher, then some other when fielded characters, and then you know field some other characters. And then, yeah, they, maybe it would work. It, I, uncommon, it, it, I just try to find a way around to having on, to field but, yeah. the stupid Punisher in order to right. trigger his well, ability. Without, hey, you, could use, you can use the rare Nowhere to field him. Because that's a fielding effect, no, it's right? A swapping. Oh, which is the one? Man, yeah. The collector is the the, uh, the collector, collector field. field. Now, oh, this, no, it, well, you would have a ton of die with this idea. Is uh, depending on how you play it. I know we don't play it like some do, but the spot superhero registration act and the uncommon cube. So you could buy superheroes for uh, dirt cheap. Yeah, you're paying. Three and then one. Five to buy all of them. Yeah. And then with the spot in the field, you know, you're getting six dice per turn. I mean, if, and that's only if I'm getting one. Yeah. 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 It, I mean, anything. Uh, That's how people, a lot of people are playing it. Yeah. You know, I don't really know. You know, we didn't bring up that probably wouldn't be a bad idea is the super rare dark side. Because yeah. basically, you're churning through your entire bag once you get him and a sidekick out in the field. So you're going to have all this energy yeah, anyway. Then you, you don't have get to worry those? about it. Huh? How are you going to get both Punisher and Darkseid? Well, you get Darkseid first. You churn once through you your whole Darkseid, bag. Once you get Darkseid, you can afford yeah. anything. Yeah. Once yeah. you get Darkseid. Yeah, cost is not an matter. issue at that point. Um, another yeah. one that might work is Reclaim. So if you yeah. if there's a certain you know maybe you got Punisher on the wrong turn you need to send him yeah over. if he's or if he's off balance with your with your characters and stuff you can move it over yeah, yeah. I, another one that I kind of like and and the guy who sent us this what's his name Darius Darius the, Darius's idea with the Rip Hunter is kind of similar I like using the common cube because then you draw your four dice if you get a cube and say the Punisher you can pitch three 
draw more, and basically cycle through your whole bag until you get all of your characters. Yeah. Just as long as you can fill them, so they need like free filling. Yeah, you'd have to you'd have to have After some way to fill them. Prepping dice, maybe resurrection or something. Elf to put. thief, where they're just free yeah, elf anyway. thief. Yeah. After playing against Zach with that uncommon cube, it's a lot better than I thought it was. If you do yeah. those expensive it's, actions, uh, you don't want to invest yeah. all your all of your your energy into yeah. actions, though. You need characters. Well, if you're buying the ramp ones. The the key to punisher yeah, is make might sure be you have like early, but seven to ten dice it, a turn. It'll if slow not, it down. You're, if you're playing with four dice a turn, there's no way it, he's gonna. Yeah, it doesn't yep. work. Yeah, so so kind of the 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 idea is get a lot of energy, get it all, get it often because that's what you're gonna need for this rip hunter. Um, and I think we have like what was it three or four? Yeah, hopefully we give you <laughs> an idea. That, hopefully there's an so, idea that works yeah. here. I, w- I would say I would say that. If you're playing against a Punisher, this conversation is brought to light by their uh, superhero registration acts. Like they <laughs> yeah, have to try have to shut rep. down. So Punisher, yeah, shut Punisher down is a rep. piece of cake to counter. It's yeah. tricky <laughs> to get them to work. Yeah. I, I don't. I really don't. It would be really hard to counter multiple man, Wolverine, and Punisher. The Wonder Woman, so. though, you the just, one that, that that gets kill rid of the Winfield effects. Yeah. yeah, Wonder Woman mm-hmm. or yeah. Ma- Madame Mask. If they, and if then they it's have done. Shriek and Wonder Woman, what do you do? You know. Yeah. But that's why you play with Shriek. But Shriek on your team. Yeah, but she, that cancels out the Shriek. So then how do you cancel out their Wonder Woman? Cold gun. Huh? Yeah, Dwarf so wizard. Some, yeah, so so then there's some, some control elements you, you, you'd have you, to throw you, in you as You well. flip the, <laughs> Once you flip start the table playing, and then no one knows. Yeah, but that, that's when you're really Nobody plays with both Wonder Woman and <laughs> But it, it would that's be really dumb. hard. It yeah. would, it, <laughs> granted all this counter to it, but I'm, I'm just saying specifically saying number of characters in the field, it would be really hard to out pace a multiple man like fielding i mean because you could if you roll right six per you know you still five. have to yeah. buy yeah. six multiple men it's so so yeah I'm i mean a multiple man fan, i mean it's so not hard. it's not super hard it's yeah. not any no it's not slower than these other ideas yeah. sure. what you do sure. is you use rare you use nowhere you buy the multiple men for three and then dump them all in your prep area at the same time that way you don't have to worry about their pesky swarm keyword <laughs> All right. So, yeah, Darius, I, I hope we gave you some ideas for your team and stuff. And so we've given you the ideas. Now it is your job to go put together whatever iteration of this. We've team pretty we've much gone nowhere. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right, right. We, we've given you some iterations. So give it a try. And we want to hear back from you. Like, I don't think I've I've heard back from a couple people, but I always like hearing if you've taken some more ideas and taken it to an event and see how, how well it's done. So, um and of course, if you guys have your own ideas for Brewing Buddies, you can always email us, doubleburst at ktdata.net, or leave it on our Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash doubleburst. Make sure you mention that it is for Brewing Buddies, because we do get suggest- you know questions about teams and stuff, and um, if you don't mention like that, we may not put it on our list, but if you do... Just and some people words. like to keep things secret, so yep. that's okay, too. Yep, so again, Darius, thank you so much, um, and guys, thank you for brewing, because I mean... This is great. We, we, we came up with four, iter- four iterations of one team, so that's way cool. And that's it for this episode of the Double Burst Podcast. We would love to hear from you guys. Have you done the semi-constructed format before, or did we miss anything about Infiltrator Callout? Let us know by shooting us an email, doubleburst at ktdata.net, or leaving it on our Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash doubleburst. Make sure you check out doubleburst.com for past episodes, places to subscribe, and cool player resources. Quick reminder that the KO King's Corner, his code for DB listeners, is still 
good through all of October. You get $5 off your order, and you can find that at etsy.com forward slash shop forward slash KO Kings Corner. Enter in the code DBLISTENERS to get $5 off. Big thanks to Game Haven Sandy for giving us a place to record. If you guys live in Utah, make sure you check them out. If not, check them out online at yourgamehaven.com. And of course, big thanks to everybody who listens to the show. Everybody on the team appreciates it. And until next time, my friends, may your dice rolls be ever in your favor. Thank you.